everyone, and welcome back to the Hobo Thingo podcast. But with this month's special segment, coffee, tea, and the NLC for the month of April. <laughs> All right, so with me today, um, myself, I'm Crystal Cedino, the training and development uh, manager for the for the Native Learning Center, and I have my right hand lady, Cora Anthony. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Cora. Hello, everybody. I'm Cora Anthony, the training and development specialist here at the Native Learning Center. And last but not least, Gigi Palmer, who is the executive director of the Native Learning Center. Go ahead and say hi, Gigi. Morning, good afternoon, good night. Yes, whatever time. Yeah. Wherever you're listening, whatever time it is that you jump on this podcast, we wish you good wishes. Yes, I love that. Isn't that cool about these podcasts? You'd be literally listening at day, night, right before bed, in lunchtime, in your car, at the pool, at the gym, <laughs> anywhere. I am a um, podcast car person. I love listening to podcasts um, while I'm driving and, um, you know, the, it just... Uh, I don't know, it just kind of exercises your brain at the same time. I mean, I love music. If my trip's a little bit longer, I really enjoy listening to music. But there's something about a podcast that just really, really gets you going. So I really like to listen to them in my car. You see, I'm more of a, as I'm getting ready type of lady. Mm. So when I wake up and I'm like putting on my makeup and doing my hair and stuff, then I have the podcast in the background and, and whatnot. Oh, and it really depends on the, yeah. the mood that I wake up in because it can go from all ranges. <laughs> to okay, the so the I mood that to. you wake up, that's the particular podcast that you search for? Well, it's just, yeah, as I like, I wake up, wash my face, brush my teeth, and I kind of see what mood I'm in. And then I'm like, I go into like Spotify or like YouTube, and I'm like, which one am I gonna? So it can go from like, murder mystery it's just gonna <laughs> wake up to the lovely sounds of a murder mystery yeah. <laughs> so there's this one episode of, or podcast that i listen to and they just narrate about like serial killers and stuff like that and and it's just but it's their background like their childhood and things like that and i'm like i don't know why it's oddly soothing early in the morning or <laughs> <laughs> they can go into like the NPR and like things that are going on in the world or just something very menial about like pop culture. It just really depends on like what the brain is like asking for that morning. Yeah, yeah no, I feel that. I'm for sure a car podcast person because I like what I do in the morning is I'll like wake up, you know, get ready. And as I'm like doing my makeup, I'll I'll do TikTok videos. So, so I'm like, my mornings for TikTok and then my car rides for podcast. <laughs> so we're so crazy. Our yeah. lives just evolve around all of this new technology okay. and social media. I mean, yeah. back in the day, it was like, turn the TV on and the local news and what's the weather today, you know, yep. mm-hmm. but Definitely. I like. I like on in the in the evenings on the drive home. Um, I like I like to listen to something. Uh, I like to listen to funny podcasts, like mm-hmm. just just crazy. That yeah. there's this one that's called "Dang Internet, You Scary." <laughs> <laughs> I 
and then they analyze it and they're like, you know, what if this happened to you or whatever? Like the the latest one was just like so weird. It was this guy who um at, was on vacation in Myrtle Beach and uh in his hotel room um a cockroach went into his ear. <laughs> so, I know it's not funny, but it's like, what? You know? And they just took this and they're like, okay, so was it a five-star resort? Was it a hotel motel? Was it a, you know, he said, you know, like, uh, you get what you paid for. Was it $29.99 a night? You know, and he goes, no, it was a resort. And apparently the long term of it, like really like. <laughs> She's just like, absolutely not. No, yeah, like, no, no. Like, how do you, how do you record that happening to you? Do you take your, you know, and you go take your picture i yeah it just but yeah it's just just off the wall stuff like that and so i'm going home after a long day at the office and just laughing up a store people probably uh look well my my windows are tinted but you can still kind of see me no yeah and i'm sitting at a light just dying laughing at some of the stuff that they come up with but I like funny podcasts at the, uh, you know, at the end of a, a work day, but yeah. I, I listen to music on the way to work and from work because it's the only uninterrupted time where I can sing my lungs out without any judgment. It's like my own little personal karaoke. And so when I, my windows aren't tinted, so everybody sees me just like You're hitting dead. every single note, every <laughs> single it's note. Dead. Yeah, no. They say, "Oh, look at look at Sierra." The... <laughs> but then they hear me. And it's like, are those like dying cats? It's like... <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, right. that's great. Well, for our listeners, let us know what type of podcast you listen to in the comment section of either the YouTube video that you're watching this on, or. Uh, when you're rating our episodes, throw it in there. Let us know. Do you listen to murder mystery? Do you listen to comedy? Do you listen in the morning or in the afternoon? Let us know. Interact with us. We want to know. What but, time uh, do you listen to us? Yeah. Uh, when you're having your coffee, tea, and the NLC. <laughs> yeah. Let us know. Shoot us a message. Anything. But um, April, right? We're yes. Wrapping yes. up April, and April was for those who, you know, talk about money, deal with money, handle their money. It was a financial wellness month, financial literacy month. Um, probably one of my favorite months. And we do here at the NLC a lot of topics covering financial wellness, literacy. Uh, we recently did wills versus trust, and we've done estate planning, and we've done um, financial planning for like becoming an entrepreneur and, and all of that stuff, which is I think really, really important and, and good because we want to stretch our dollars and we want our money to work for itself. So with that, 
Um, let's just kind of like open up the conversation and talk about some of our favorite things. Um, do y'all ladies want to go first? Who wants to jump in? I'll go ahead. Um, I think one of the um, the biggest struggles people find when they think about like financial wellness and just like organizing themselves is the word budget. And it has such negative connotations. And this is a, a webinar that I'm going to be hosting pretty soon. And I'm super, super excited about because I love my budget. Like I absolutely love it. I live it. I breathe it. I check it every single time, but it's not because it limits me, but it's because it's the way that I found to allocate to live the life that I like to live. So my my nail budget is always there. My Uber Eats budget is always there. My Target shopping sprees, it's all embedded. So I'm never limiting myself, but I'm always, I know exactly where my money is going and that way I can treat myself. And so I embed those treats in there. So I never feel like, oh shoot, like this month, I really wanna go to Target and like get some, I don't know, a new purse or whatever, but I can't because my budget tells me, no, my budget includes all of that, especially the Uber Eats kids. Listen, there are some days you get home and you're like, oh, I don't want to cook. I want to order some food or whatnot. Um, but I, I feel comfortable doing so because of that. And it wasn't until I started taking courses on financial literacy and financial wellness and becoming more well-versed on them that I started feeling just so much more comfortable in, in doing so. And it really has allowed me to save up money, live comfortably and enjoy life. So I still travel and go out and do things, but I do it within measure, right? And I think that's when people kind of, when you make a budget that's so, so tight, then that's when you go off the deep end because then you you feel stifled, stifled, stifled. And then you're like, forget this. I'm just going to spend, 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 spend. It's kind of like dieting, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. So you're so strict. <laughs> and then when cheat day comes along, you just cheat all day. But if you sit down and you really create a sensible budget that meets your needs and what the things that are important to you, right? Then you don't feel like you need a cheat day because you're you're embedding that throughout the whole month and whatnot. And then so to me, I'm I'm very excited about it because like, and Crystal knows this. I have my little notebook. I I tally it, um, and it's just like a way of life for me right now. And I never feel like I'm going without like ugh. I, I need a day to spend because I'm constantly saving and spending at the same time, but in a controlled way. Right. And I, I agree. I think, and when I, because I also instruct the class, if you've never attended, by all means, join. <laughs> um, but uh, one of the things I also mention in there is that a budget is usually associated like negatively or like people think of it negatively and I, I get why which is I guess why I don't like um, the term I prefer you know like spending plan um, but to each their own um, in any case it, it is always associated negatively and a lot of people think that um, just because you create a budget or a spending plan you have to cut things out of your life now I'm going to say in certain scenarios or situations, you might have to do less of something. You might not be able to do as much depending on what your goals are, you know, and in that class, we talk about that. Um, but yeah, you don't have to go without. And something else that I learned too, through another subject matter expert that teaches, you know, uh, financial wellness and all that um, stuff, uh, Shantae Moore, something that she said, I was like, oh, that is such a good way of putting it too. She said, 
you should always know where your money is going. So like, let's say like you do Uber Eats, like Cora, like you should know in your head how much like you put into that category a month and where you're at. And I was like, oh, that's such a good way to kind of like compartmentalize like, you know, your funds and and, and all of that so that, you know, like you said, like you're not doing without and yeah. you've been doing it throughout the month and oh, I'm, I like, let's say you set yourself a budget of like a hundred dollars. You're like, oh, I'm like, I've only spent $25, you know, this month and I'm more than halfway through the month. You know what I mean? Like, oh, okay, that's cool. And then you can have that roll over and maybe you take the remainder and throw that into savings. Like, you know, so I don't know. I really like that. I liked how she said that. Cause that was like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. You really should. You should know where your dollars are going, leaving, coming and how much, you know, you have in each category. But uh, yeah, that's what I have on that. Other than that, though, I want to mention a book that also kind of changed my thought process, too. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people have heard of it. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Lewis, our marketing coordinator, actually recommended the book. And I was like, yeah, 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 I'll eventually get to it. <laughs> and I did. I did eventually get to it. It's by Robert Kiyosaki. I may be saying that wrong. And Sarah Lecter. And, um, the one thing that I think I took away the most from that book was the way that he talks about, um, I want to say assets and liabilities and liabilities. Yes. And liabilities where he, he mentions that like, he just tries to change your, the, the way that you think about those things and how, um, liabilities aren't good. <laughs> um, and that you should find a way to make your money kind of like work for you and 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 all of that. So it's it's a really good book. And just the way that he because he actually draws like a quadrant. And I know he has a book on it specifically, but he draws a quadrant and he kind of shows the flow of your money and how certain, you know, purchases or things that you do are actual like liabilities versus like helping you. So it's just, it was an interesting way to kind of like think about your budget and the way that you spend and, you know, and all of that. So definitely a book worth reading. And then another one, so our YouTubers can see this book, How Money Works. And this one came from Shantae Moore, um, who is a certified financial educator. And she works with us, she's a subject matter expert. Um, but I really loved this book. So. How Money Works, it's by Tom Matthews and Steve Siebold. And it it's like, it's perfect for like everyone. So whether you are of the older generation, younger generation, middle generation, it's very easy to read and it has a lot of good tips um, in there. So I, I have this as reference material too when I'm teaching. I, I, I enjoy it. But yeah, that's, that's what I got on, on that. I don't know, Gene, if you want to add anything. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, um, I love it. I love that, uh, you know, that, that budgeting is important for you, uh, and, and, uh, spending plans are important to you and that, that, that is a really good way of keeping track of, of everything. And, um, I am also, um, I'm kind of a, um, a, a credit score junkie. 
I stay, I, you know, I stay on top of my credit score and my credit report like constantly. Um, and um, I like to uh, use uh, a credit card that that gives back. You know that that those those credit cards are are important. My my favorite is uh, uh, an airline card, so that I can continue to you know because I, at some point when I in the future uh, when I retire, I'd like to have those miles and be able to to travel. So that I'm kind of planning for the future, and it's very important that you know when you um, when you charge your credit card to pay it off immediately. And that truly, truly, truly helps your credit score to go up. Um, you know, when I made it into the 800s, um, I, I had a party for myself. I was like, I did it, I did it. I was kind of like, <laughs> I was kind of like, uh, when when Kamala told uh, President Biden, we did it, Joe, I was saying to myself, we did it, G, we did it. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, um, and, and I'm going to be honest with you, and I know a lot of people have struggled, you know, uh, in their lives that, you know, it hadn't always been perfect. Um, you know, when I was younger, um, decisions that you make when you're young that, you know, are less than favorable to your future. Mm -hmm. uh, but we learn from that. And we learn by, uh, you know, listening to subject matter experts like Shantae and, uh, you know, and, and the two of you, you, you both of you all are certified in, in building Native communities. A financial literacy program. Uh, so, so I think it's important in teaching our youth um, that there's a, a a lot of mistakes can be made, but there's a lot of mistakes that can be avoided. And in in my generation, uh, you know, in in high school, you know, we we didn't have these classes. They're they're not being taught. Practical classes yep. are not being taught. They're being introduced finally, right? Which is good into you know um, uh, the curriculum, but not the way we'd like to see it. You know, I, it should be more. Um, you know, because of um, my certification with BNC years and years ago. I think it was. 2014, uh, when I first got certified, you know, I started teaching my grandchildren um, through those classes that that we took um, for the youth, and so I thought it was important for them them to learn at a at a young age, um, you know, that and they are like uh, they watch their money. You know, they have spending plans, so I'm really proud of them that 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 but but it took it took someone like me to have to, you know, show them how to do it, right. which it should have been in school. You right. know. But I'm glad for the classes that we teach. I believe I believe you all are going to be participating in the uh, Florida uh, Indian Youth Summer Program in July and 
they had that that's that's a really great class that you guys will be teaching up there. Um, I know that uh, one year we had it and they just got a kick out of the spending frenzy exercise, uh, which was, you know, it, and, and, and then the first question that you always ask, you know, young people when it comes to money, um, you know, is this a want or is this a need? Mm -hmm. And even as an adult, you know, I'm like, I don't consider myself an elder, but as my tribe's age category, I'm an elder. Uh, I still ask myself that question, you know? Yeah. Is it a want or is it a need? You yeah. know, do I really need this? Yes, I need these. You know, a want, uh, yeah, is a treat myself to a really nice bag every once in a while, you know? Uh, 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 and I treat I treat myself to um, every once in a while a trip to the casino and there's nothing wrong with that. But you have to have, you know, a certain mindset and willpower that I am going in with X amount of dollars and that's all I'm going to do it. I do, I like to go because I, I like it for entertainment purposes for myself. That's, that's an entertainment. So I have a limit. It's just that. Uh, if I win, yay. If I don't, okay. You know, yeah. um, so you just, just have to continue that to, to have that mindset. And um, yeah, so I, I'm with you. This is like my favorite month, but uh, you know, we teach it all year long. It's part of our curriculum all year long. And, and uh, you know, I think that uh, everyone should, you know, we have some recorded webinars as well. If you missed uh, the, the, the live webinars to make sure that we uh, encourage you to, everyone to go back and take a look at the recorded webinars on some really, really good, good classes. And we, are so appreciative of OISTA and the work that they've done through throughout Indian country. They are like leading the way uh, with the the building native communities. They're first and foremost to do that. And so uh, the number of, of individuals that have gone through the Train the Trainer program is just amazing. So to get that back out into Indian country, back out into our our communities and our reservations is just amazing and it just makes me feel really really good about um what they do and and um, and what you all do as well as as certified trainers of that program yep and i will say this i think for me the most beautiful part of financial literacy is that it's never too late to start so just because like right now you feel like oh i'm in the hole and how do i get out of this hole how do i bring up my credit score or how do i pay off all this debt just having the intention to start that's all that you need and then it's it, it's never too late like i know um it's funny that you mentioned your credit score i was talking to my sister this week and she just paid off one student loan one of the the three that she has left but her credit score went down 40 points and she was like, this makes no sense because you're paying off debt. Then it's like the less lines of credit that you have, the less point, the, the more points yeah. that they take off and things like that. And so we had to have a conversation. But I, like I told her, it's calm down, breathe. 
like you went down, but it, it, it'll go back up. It's ever fluctuating, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you as a listener right now, you're like, oh my God, I'm in so much debt. How do I get out of it? Where do I start? You are already taking the first step by even reflecting on, I want to do something different. So don't think, oh, I'm too old to change things now or, or whatnot. No, it's never too late to start. It's always a good day to take control of your finances and seek out help and seek out trainings and, and seek out more resources and information to get you on the right path. Absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. And um, stay on top of your credit report. All, all three agencies. Um, I like, I also like um, Credit Karma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it updates, updates your score. If there's any changes or any kind of funny business going on with your credit report, you'll get an alert and you'll be able to go in and take a look at it. Or you can sign up for each one of the agencies, um, TransUnion, Experian and Equifax and just stay on top of everything in there and review everything. And if you do it online, you know, there are, um, you see something on there that's kind of out of whack, you can dispute it right there online. And, And they will give you updates on how they're handling it and what's going on with that. Uh, I had noticed on one of mine, uh, and it wasn't on all three, it was on one of them, there was an unusual address, you know, because it lists all all the places that you live. If (laughs) If you're ever filling out some paperwork and you need to know where you lived like seven years ago, just go to your credit report because it has (laughs) all of them on there. Because I was like, seven years ago, where was I? Uh, I remember the city, but what street was it? You you can't remember zip codes from that long ago. I know I can't. Uh, yeah. But yeah, you go on your credit report, and you see they're all there from way, way back. Like, I think I had one listed on there when I was in college, but I had noticed on there, there was one I was like, I know for a fact, I have never, ever lived at this address. I don't even know whose address it is. So I, I became really concerned because I'm like, who has access to this? Who is using this address with my name? Maybe. So I disputed it. And uh, two weeks later, they had removed it. Um, Another fun fact that is uh, really encouraging. And um, uh, Corey, you might remember which agency it is. I believe it's experience. I think it's experience. That gives you the boost points yeah, when okay. you when you put uh, that your um, whether you rent yeah. uh, um, your uh, house or apartment. Also, all of your utilities and your phone service. So you pay all of those on time. It's experience. Yeah, experience yeah. boost. And so uh, you can go in on that credit report and you can sign up for the boost and so it ties your bank account or your debit card I believe Uh to it and every time you pay your rent um, 
or your uh, it, it's mainly for people who rent because if you have a mortgage, your mortgage is already listed on there. Yeah. Uh, all of your utilities, uh, electric bill, uh, gas bill, your phone, whatever phone service you have. Uh, so every time you pay it every month, um, it will boost your, your credit score on your credit report. So that's another way of um, getting those scores up there. Yeah, no, and I think it's so important because, for example, last year I went to buy a car. And I'm not even going to lie, I don't have the cash flow to go make a big down payment on a car or whatnot. But because I had really good credit score, when I tell you those people treated me like royalty. <laughs> when they pull up yes. my credit, they were like, which car do you want, ma'am? Like, pick your, like, you get the pick of the litter. And so I think a lot of people don't value um, their credit, or not value, they don't know the value of the credit um, score as much as they should. And I do the same thing as you. I don't do it with an airline, but I have a visa rewards. So every month I pay my car, my utilities, I pay my groceries with that. And then I pay it off from my debit, from my checking account. So where my paycheck comes in. So I pay it off every single month. I'm and with some, you, Alyssa, yeah. I do. So I'm getting all of these rewards and it's cash rewards. So I'm getting cash back. So at the end of the month, I'm building my score and I'm getting a little bit back um, because of it. And so I, I automatically put those cash rewards into my daughter's saving account. So it's like, I, did, I didn't even count on those so she can have them, um, but it's, it, having a really good credit score, it really does open up a lot of doors. And like I said, you could have like, let's say worst case scenario, like a 500, 600 credit score right now, but you can only go up from there. So now is the perfect time to really sit down, look at where, where is my money going? I, I had to have that come to Jesus moment with myself because I was like, okay, I have a good job and then like I'm 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 a smart lady. Where is my money going? And I had to sit down with my bank statements and really allocate and be like, okay, I'm spending this much, this much. And like you said, is this what I really need or is this what I really want? And where can I use my money to be smarter with it? And once I started like making those little small changes, I'm telling you, my credit score went up, my savings went up. And so I can still live comfortably and enjoy life and take trips and things like that. But I do it now with a peace of mind instead of, you know what, I'm just going to put it on the card and figure it out later. No, now I go and I'm like, I'm going to, I can have fun because I know it's paid for. Right. Have a situation. It's, it's mindful spending. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right. So that's isn't great. That's yeah. Great. Good talk, girl. Good talk. <laughs> <laughs> isn't this month um mental health awareness month or right? Am I right? Uh, no? that one is next month. Uh, okay. April. Okay. So so I who sit? I want to know who the people are that sits down and creates these months. Okay. So they created financial literacy month. But they also created April is Stress Awareness Month. How'd you do those two? <laughs> you know why? Because you're stressed about your finances. <laughs> well, yeah, like, uh, okay, so let's talk about all your money problems. Stop getting stressed out. Like, who did that? Who created that? You know? 
I do. I want to meet that person too. I want to be like, can you make a crystal awareness month? <laughs> right. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, April is stress awareness month, and um, you know, it's um, not sure why April was selected. Um, I I personally probably would have selected December because I think that's probably stressful for people with you know planning for the holidays, planning you know purchasing and all, all, all that entails that so yeah. i don't know but um but so yeah let's talk about ways that we um uh relieve our own stress if we have any and you know how folks in our tribal communities uh, you know can can become less stressful uh well <laughs> So um, I don't mind sharing this because I share it across my personal social media platforms. That, so I suffer from depression and anxiety. They're best friends. <laughs> That's what I like to say about them. Those two are best pals. They normally come hand in hand together. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot of people who suffer from anxiety, just that alone. Um, so I will say, um, you know, this is not me encouraging people to go, you know, get medication or anything like that, but I, I do take medication. That, number one, has helped me significantly. And then also pairing that with, um, I journal quite a bit, and that, that relieves a whole lot of stress. Because a lot of the time, when you're talking about stress, I don't know, in, in my case at least, a lot of it comes from, like, creating scenarios in your head. Corey and I talk about this, the story I'm telling myself. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you normally say so you, you create this kind of like story in your head and then um you know and then you're like this 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 so journaling for me is very big because you you get those thoughts out so you're jotting them down and then you can read it back and then you oh this is a little I'm a little nutty <laughs> like I'm I'm going you know I'm I'm thinking you know a little too much or I can see like where I might I don't know, not necessarily being irrational, but just, you know, like, oh, all right, that's not entirely true or just something along those, those lines. And I think just getting it out and writing it, ooh, that that relieves a lot of stress for me, at least. Um, and then there's also yoga and exercising. I enjoy that, too. So that helps. That's a good, like, energy release. I noticed that with me, it's a lot of it's like releasing, like finding you know, an outlet to kind of like put it into. And then at the end of that, whatever I've picked, I feel a lot less stressed and I feel a lot more calm and, oh, okay, I'm good now. You know, that kind of thing. So I'll open it up to you guys though. Well, I'll say this. I, I know, so, and, and you guys know this, well, I know Crystal knows this. I suffer from alopecia areata, which is, stress-induced alopecia where I literally lose my hair because I'm so stressed. Um, yeah, so it's a little intense here in, in the TDD department. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, one of the things that helped me um, first was going to therapy. Like there's, there are things that you just can't really talk through with yourself and having a professional come in and give you the tools and the resources always helps. I know that was life-changing for me. 
but also I identifying what is stressing you out because in the storm, and I don't know if you guys saw that movie. Oh, what is it called? Soul in Disney. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. I felt so identified in that movie because when the little blob is like in the storm of the anxiety and the fears and everything, like he couldn't really identify. And I was like, oh my God, that is me every single day. Like yeah. it's just a storm of things, of thoughts. And, and so working with a therapist and just really reflecting and whatnot, I identified like what is stressing me out and is trying to find that life balance where I can be a good mom and I can be productive at work and I can be present and, and meet all of these deadlines. Cause sometimes we have so many things on our plate that we don't understand, like family relationships, friendships and ro romantic relationships and all these work deadlines and things like that. And it's just, there's only one of us and so many other things to take care of. And sometimes Bye. you're feeling overwhelmed, but you don't even know what exactly is overwhelming you. So trying to like sit with yourself and identify what is it and say, do I have control over this? No. And then let it go. That I think that that's really changing. And one of the things that really, really helped me, I'm part of this woman's group and we meet every other week and we, um, we just talk about what's going on in our lives and hearing other people that are struggling with the same thing you're struggling and you're like, okay, I'm not alone. We can help each other and what has worked for you and things like that. That has also been life changing for me because sometimes when you're at that stress level, you feel like you're on a sinking boat by yourself and there's like no life, like, there's no lifeline or anything. And so having a community that supports you and talking it out, you don't have to go through this by yourself. So if, if in your tribal community, you have like a, a group that you can meet and discuss what's stressing you guys out, what's, what's bringing you down and things like that, sometimes just saying it out loud will make a world of a difference. Mm -hmm. yep. So. Yes, and try not to lose your hair. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, are there different levels of, um, like you said, uh, your alopecia is um, stress related? Are there different levels, like you know, because I know everyone knows it's been in the news lately with Jada. You know, people are just now realizing that that was, you know, um, what what she suffers from. Yeah, no, with, there's different kinds of alopecia. So there's like traction when you like put your hair up in a ponytail too tight and you just start losing it. There's just alopecia, which is your, your immune system kind of attacks itself. Alopecia areata is stress induced. So I noticed, and I, and I told Crystal the, when I'm particularly like stressed out and I can't, it's right here, like at the very top, I get like a quarter size bald spot and it literally happens overnight. Like I'll wake up and my hair's back and I have no hair. And so there have been times in my life, right, where I have a lot of things going on at work. I'm a single mom. I have family, like personal stuff, just everything compiles. And when I tell you, I look like a Dalmatian with all these little white spots on my head. And I'm just like, okay, well, this is a look. We're gonna figure it out. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna make it work. I remember there was a time in my life that everybody thought it was like, oh, because I was trying to be a hipster or whatever. And I had when I had long hair and I shaved the whole side of it, but I shaved it because I had a bald spot. Oh and every th everybody thought, oh, look at look at Carl being cool. And it's like, no, look at Carl being bald. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, but you, no. you did say, didn't you say that, like, since, like, being here, because, like, you're, because, like, yes. it's, like, it's yes. helped, like, balancing and all of that, so. And so that, that's part of it. When you identify what's really triggering you, then you can make informed decisions as to what's going to better my quality of life and whatnot. And so that's one of the reasons why I ended up here at the NLC, because I was like, there's this particular situation that's just not this. It's just ain't it. like drop people out of your life that you may love them, but if they're stressing you out and they're not bringing anything positive, and I've had to do that. I've lost lifelong friendships because they weren't adding peace and happiness and love into my life. And they were just adding stress. And I identified that, um, but it, it doesn't, it's not something that happens overnight. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of self-reflection. But I think the key is I, what is stressing you out? You're stressed, but what specifically is stressing you out? Because sometimes when you are in that mindset, it's really hard to separate facts from feelings. So I'm feeling X, Y, and Z because of the facts. So let's focus because what you can change is the facts, you know? So yeah, but my alopecia areata, it just, it literally, like, when things trigger you, you start seeing how, like, you'll shed more. Um, and that's why I have my hair short, because it's the easiest way to kind of just be like, oh, no, this was intentional. <laughs> so. I remember when you first told me that, I was like, whoa. Yeah. And I thought I had anxiety. <laughs> You know what I mean? And not to compare, but I will say this, like everyone, like no one is suffering more than the other. Like you should not think of it that way. Absolutely. You should not. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Everyone's scenario situation is totally different. Like, for example, uh -huh. mine's a, literally a chemical imbalance. You know what I mean? Like, and I have family members like that as well that suffer from other forms of depression or other mental, you know, uh, illnesses or you know what I mean issues and and so on and so forth so don't ever don't ever compare you know yourself to other people it your situation is yours and you are allowed to feel what mm -hmm. you feel and I think the most important part is to like what Cora says pinpoint it pinpoint where that stress is coming from and then how can we make it better how can we improve how can we you know uh make our quality of life you know better just overall, you know, what's going to make us happier or feel more calm and, and, and settled, you know? So I, I will say not being ashamed to talk about it. Oh my like, God. Yes. I make, I make so many jokes and whatnot that has helped me deal with everything. And I think, especially like in our tribal communities and whatnot, um, bringing it to light because mm -hmm. like I said, you might feel like, Oh my God, why am I feeling this way? But there's, other like community members that are feeling the same way as you and if we're really going to build and develop sustainable lasting tribal communities that are empowered part of it is this is how i feel this is what i'm going through how can we support each other and how can we build each other up and whatnot and i think that's a a beautiful component of of um of just building like i said building successful sustainable tribal communities. I know 
here we do um, what's with Dr. Tonema. I think I'm pronouncing it correctly. He'll do Tonema. Tonema. Thank you. They do like virtual WebEx meetings and they give resources. And I think that's so beautiful um, because all the tribal members can jump in and just listen to like other perspectives and share their their situations and get resources from an expert. And I think that's step one in 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 dealing with stress and being aware that there's stress within our communities and that there's there's areas that we need to work on. Um, but not that there's always a stigma and like shame. Don't be ashamed. Mm -hmm. We're all we're all going through something. Right. right. We're all going through something. Weak. You're not weak because I feel like that's always the, the that part of that stigma. You're weak if you have this. And it's like, no, we're not we're not thinking that way anymore. We're moving forward. Like this is what we're dealing with and this is how we're gonna handle it. You know what I mean? We're gonna talk about it. We're going to figure out a way to resolve it if there's a if there's something we can do about it. Um and and yeah, and we're gonna use our communities to uplift one another to you know what I mean like to help each other to you know what you're feeling down you're I see you I recognize this let me let me see what you know do you need anything is there is there any way that I can help I think that's right. so important right. so important yeah yeah so oh I could go on about this forever <laughs> I, love, I, I love this well, topic it is stress awareness month so, you know, we, we're, we're here, we're, we're here to help, uh, you know, and this is like, like this is one way and it, it also, it, it helps, it helps us to talk about it to you. And I think it's, it serves as an example that you, you know, you, you can talk about, I mean, you know, here we, we are women of color mm -hmm. and uh, our, those that came before us, you didn't, you didn't talk about that, Correct. you know, it was taboo for, for, you know, for, you know, we're, the three of us are indigenous, but come from slightly different cultures, but we're actually the same culture. Right. And in our, our households, you know, I know that uh, it, my mother wouldn't have been able to talk to her family members about it. It was right. just, it's taboo. You don't talk about it. You sweep it under the rug. But it's different nowadays. We can talk about it, and it is healing to mm -hmm. talk about it. Yep. And I know that when you do talk about it, that that's that's one of the ways of of healing yourself. Um, you know, Crystal, for example, you know the way you you brought it up when we were sitting in a meeting one day. And, you know, and it, it was like, okay, well, that's good. She's able to talk about it. She acknowledges it and she doesn't let this stop her and deter her from being an, an amazing manager at the NLC, you know? So I think it's great. And, you know, and you, you all know that the way we are here at the NLC, we're, we're like a family and our doors are always open to come and, you know, some something bothering you that you want to talk about. Our doors are all, always open. Um, that's what we love about it here. And as, as you all out there in podcast land and YouTube land know, the three of us, we love to talk. Okay. So <laughs> we've been sitting here 51 minutes just talking away and 
it's very healing and it feels good and it feels good to share that's what we're all about we share knowledge uh in in um tribal communities and tribal you know with all things nahazda and that is you know um our homes and healthy homes is very 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 important and uh, one of the things that um i truly enjoy doing at the end of each and every work day is is going to my exercise class so it's i'm kind of uh, you know uh, there's there's two of them that you can just really get to get the stress out one one of them uh is classes that i do is is zumba where you just let your hair out and you just get it all out and the music's just so good and you got the salsa going on you know and, <laughs> and 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 it just the endorphins just go and so everything you know you just feel so good so i do that immediately after after um a long day at work and the other one is yoga as crystal mentioned yoga um i tell you what when i when i leave the office and i get into the yoga classroom and i lay the mat down and the first thing that she does before we do anything is we lay flat on our backs the lights are off and it's just that calming music and just doing breathing while laying on your back and you just inhale through your nose and you exhale everything negative just anything that's on your mind or whatever and that first five minutes of class is just amazing it you cannot even imagine i know a lot of people say yoga i can't do it if i get on the floor my yoga class okay first of all i live in a 55 and older community <laughs> so my gym is people who are 55 and older the the ladies and gentlemen or two men uh that are in that yoga class they they're older than me and I'm 63. There's a lady in there that is 87 years old. And she, you know, uh, and our trainer's 58. So, um, and, and she does, you know, she's very mindful of, you know, because our bodies are older, et cetera, et cetera. You know, the techniques aren't as crazy like you know, taking your foot and putting it behind your back, <laughs> that type of stuff, you know. Um, but she has us do downward dog and, you know, child pose and, and uh, you know, the um, majority of the, the yoga poses. And, and so, but she tells you, you know, if you can't do it, just do a variation of it and anything helps. And by the time we leave there, I mean, we are all smiling and I mean, it's just like just joyful, just joyful, just to release everything, just to take the time and release everything out is like amazing. So that's that's my favorite thing to do is um, 
is to do any type of exercise after work is very, very helpful. Yeah. And for those who aren't aware, because I didn't realize until a friend told me, there's also aerial yoga. And I know that sounds kind of like scary because it's like you're in the air. What? Is that the, um, the, the, yeah, the, the, yeah, the, the hammock. Yeah, they call it a hammock. And um, listen, I know a lot of people that aren't flexible. By the time you leave that class, you will be very flexible and it is very relaxing. And just as you said, like instructors that I've come across, like if you can't do something specifically, you do a variation of it uh -huh, or you uh -huh. just continue to do the current pose that you know like that you can do and listen my favorite part of that class has probably got to be the end because you kind of like at the end of the class i don't know the ones that i've attended you kind of get in your hammock like a cocoon and like you have your feet in like the the handles and oh my god you the 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 music is on the lights are off and she has like this like strobe light kind of like thing like with green little stars and blue little stars and that goes on the ceiling and you're just there and she's you know repeating like the last like you know things you know to like calm you and bring you down and oh man every time every time i leave that class i'm like that was exactly what i needed that was exactly what i needed I'll end with this. Sometimes even just walking. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. When we yeah. were at home, I would do a two mile walk, like in the middle of the day and the breeze was hitting the sun, like getting that vitamin D from the sun, like just kind of rejuvenated me and just kind of for a second in that silence, just walking like without like a purpose without like oh my god i have to go get groceries it's just walking for the sake of walking yeah, really yeah. cleared yeah. my mind as yeah. well when i was stressed out and really really helped me it would oh my god it would center me so much and then i would come back and like sit in front of the computer i was like oh i feel refreshed right there you go, so, there you go. Yeah, yeah absolutely absolutely but I know I, I absolutely love this conversation, but I do want to say bring something because today it is Earth Day. Well, it was yesterday, but we're celebrating it today, um, Earth Day. And I came across this news um, and I don't I don't want us to end before we mention that. But I thought it was really, really cool that the U.S. Secretary of Energy, Jennifer Granholm, she actually went and visited the Navajo Nation um, and they discussed their future on renewable energy. And they are going to be able to, um, they're constructing a solar microgrid and a battery storage to provide clean electricity for 24 tribal homes. And I don't think yeah. that our tribal <laughs> communities get enough attention because in all honesty, Indian country is at the leading edge of renewable energy and creating housing solutions that, yep. that aren't dependent on, um, like fossil fuels and things like that and they don't get enough credit like they don't get enough credit at all so i really wanted to highlight that because i was reading about it this morning i was like oh my god that is so cool they're like they're at the the leading edge of where we should all be where we should all be uh -huh, trying to uh -huh. move into renewable energies and whatnot so i just wanted to highlight that really quickly before i forgot <laughs> yeah maybe maybe we'll get them to come to our uh fifth annual Fingers crossed, right? <laughs> next year and um, talk about all the all the greatness of 
that they're doing in their community. That that's amazing. And yeah, and and Navajo that their reservation land base is huge. So yeah. this is just great. Twenty four yeah. homes. That's amazing. Yeah, they have um they have the Cayenta solar facility and it provides over 55 megawatts of solar energy, electrifying approximately 36,000 homes on the Navajo Nation. That to me is amazing. Yes. And I think it should get so much more coverage and that other communities, non-tribal communities should be looking to tribal communities like the Navajo Nation to say like, what are y'all doing? Cause we need to do that ourselves, yes, right? Yes, and that's what's so great about our conference is that, you know, we, you know, we those success stories and those best practices you know what we bring bring forth uh others can see this tribe is doing something amazing over here i'm going to take this back and mm -hmm. do that same thing at my tribe so that that's that's wonderful i love love hearing about that congratulations navajo yes that is really cool and i agree with you cora i think and it's crazy, it's so funny because last night I was having a conversation with friends about this, like uh, renewable energy, and they're like, oh, I don't, I like, I'm not entirely sure why, you know, there's so much funding going into it. We don't, I don't see a whole lot of projects. And I'm like, that's so weird because on my end, I see so many projects being done. And so, you know, I was educating them about Indian country. A <laughs> and um yeah it's like all of them they were like oh I really didn't realize and I go yeah I mean money's being allocated here and there are you know areas of the country where and, and tribes specifically are getting this done like they're creating jobs they're helping others you know do the same thing they're sharing the wealth and they're moving mm -hmm. forward and you know and all of that and I mean. For anyone who knows anything about tribes, that is the mentality. We share, we help our communities, we, you know, uh, you know, hand in hand, like, you know, we're we're out there, tribes helping tribes. So I don't know, I think it's fantastic. So and I agree, there needs to be more coverage on it as well, for sure. All right, G, what do you have? What you got? Uh, you know what? I I don't, I don't have anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed this so much. Yeah. I just enjoyed it. I think uh, I think we covered the month very well, and uh, and I'm looking forward to next month with what what we've got going on. Uh, you guys want to give everyone a hint what we got going on next month? Yes. So for those who aren't aware, we're finishing April. We're heading into May. May is Small Business Month, and I'm really excited about it because we're going to be doing a series of webinars, which is going to lead into a workshop on how to start your small business. And if you know anything about Native communities, there's lots of small businesses, lots of entrepreneurs, lots of people who want to become entrepreneurs. And I mean, not just in Indian country, in, in general, in the world, you know what I mean? How great is it to be able to work for yourself? So. Um, we're doing that and then a bunch of other, you know, webinars that complement that. And then um, we'll, at the end of the month, be covering everything that we discussed there. So I'm. And uh, our next Coffee, Tea, and NLC 
see. We'll talk about that. And we may have a surprise guest, a um, successful small business owner. So fingers crossed we can get that done and uh, we'll be able to talk about how they started and what type of business they have. And so that'll be really exciting. So Definitely. next month will be fun. Be on the lookout, y'all. Yeah. Be on the lookout. Yeah, we had so much fun. I'm not even talking about all this other news. That's fine. <laughs> this was fun. I had a blast. Good. This was a very good episode. I love it. Very this. good. So I guess to wrap it up, we talked about uh, Financial Literacy Month, what we've done at the Native Learning Center to contribute to that. And we've also talked about how April is Stress Awareness Month. I didn't even know that until G brought that up. And I was like, whoa, all right, I can definitely talk about this. <laughs> so that was good. And then uh, Earth Day, which was yesterday, April 21st, I believe. And uh, yeah, so thank you, Cora, for sharing that tidbit. And with that, I'll let uh, you, Cora, close it out. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us for yet another Coffee Tea in the NLC episode. And remember, if you like us, um, like, subscribe, leave comments um, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Simplecast. And we will see you next month, or you'll hear us next month, I should say. <laughs> Hopefully, you're seeing us, too. Hopefully, you're going um, on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Oh, true, yes. But, um, Go to our website, www.nativelearningcenter.com. There you can find um, registration links under the Cathedral webinars for all our small business um, webinars and the workshop that we're going to have on small business. And yes, please go to our YouTube channel. Let us, leave us some comments. Remember, let us know when you're listening to us and whatnot. Um, and we look forward to, to another episode next month.